Welcome to Brightline Living, the official podcast of Brightline Eating, where we focus on living a life free from food obsession and filled with peace and unstoppability. Each week, Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson, New York Times bestselling author and founder of Brightline Eating, will cover topics ranging from food addiction to fascinating science and how to live a bright life. Now here's Susan with the audio version of this week's blog. Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. Welcome to the first vlog of 2023. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited for this new year. And in this vlog, I wanna share with you a practice that uh, is new to me and I learned it from someone else and I think you might like it. You know, in Brightline Eating here, we're all about our daily habits and practices. And as I was talking with a dear friend who's so committed to not eating sugar, not eating flowers, living in her bright body so happily, my friend Kennedy from Texas, she was sharing with me a practice that she does uh, which is a self-affirmation practice. And she does it daily. She does it with a gratitude list. And I wanna tell you um, the origin story of this. So Kennedy was doing her inner work and she noticed that she was really hard on herself, you know, really hard on herself. And, you know, she's a great person, a good mom, and like a lot of us, has parts of her that are inner critic parts that really you know, beat her up to do better, be better, do more, be more. Um, And so to consciously counterbalance that, um, she decided to write a list of all the things that she's doing well, all the things that she likes about herself, um, kind of like a self-affirmation list. And so she wrote this list of things and it kind of stunned her how many things she had to put on it, all the things that she does well and right. She plans for her retirement and she works 40 hours a week and she takes a shower every morning and she does her food prep and spaces it out through the week and in a couple batches a week so that it's not too much all at once. And she goes grocery shopping once a week and she gets eight hours of sleep and she meditates in the morning and Um, She answers the phone even when she doesn't want to because she knows that human connection is good for her. Um, And she keeps her house beautiful and tidy and on and on and on. She does so many things well, right? So she was sharing this list with a friend and the friend got inspired and wrote her own list and wrote a long list and, and read it back to Kennedy and included a lot of things she liked about how she looks, which Kennedy didn't have on her original list, things that she liked about her body, things she liked about her appearance. And her friend reported that writing that list inoculated her, protected her, or just buoyed her up a bit because she's in a relationship with someone who's not forthcoming with compliments or with verbal support or praise. And she'd been feeling really yearning and needy for her partner to uh, share, you know, what's good about her. And what she found was that when she started appreciating what's good about herself, she felt more self-sufficient, more uh, there for herself and didn't, feel as needy or like she needed to rely on this other person to give her the affirmation that she needed. So her friend shared that back with Kennedy 
And Kennedy said, you know what, that's amazing. And I love that idea of nourishing myself, being self-sufficient unto myself, of giving myself the love and affirmation and support that I need. And so what Kennedy decided to do was make a daily practice of it. So every day now, she was already in the habit of writing a gratitude list every day. So now what she does is she writes a gratitude list. She takes her piece of paper for the day. She draws a line down the middle. And then on the left side, she writes all the things that she's grateful for all the things, big, small, uh, all the things that she's grateful for. And then on the right side of the page, she writes all the things that she likes and loves and appreciates about herself. Um, and I wanna share some details about the practice itself that I think are really important. One is this is not the same as affirmations. You've probably heard of affirmations, right? I think Saturday Night Live made them famous with uh, Stuart Smalley, who used to say, because I'm good enough and I'm smart enough and gosh darn it, people like me, right? Now, affirmations have been studied scientifically and when you have people repeat to themselves every day, I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm capable, I'm worthy of abundance, what happens is that their overall well-being goes down. <laughs> I'm gonna say that again. When you have people uh, repeat affirmations to themselves every day, their overall well-being goes down. Now, researchers were surprised about that. These are positive psychology researchers. They expected affirmations to work or at least be neutral. Um, and so they looked into it and what they found was that the devil's in the details here. Um, if you are careful to guide people to only affirm things they already truly deeply believe are good about themselves, then that works. Their overall well-being goes up. But when you're asking people to say, you know, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, and if they don't think they're smart and beautiful, that actually doesn't help. As a matter of fact, it hurts their well-being. The twinge of incongruence between what they actually think and what they're now repeating to themselves makes them feel worse about themselves. So I wanna point out it's really important here that when you make your list of things that you're affirming about yourself, you really believe them, right? That, that you, and, and if you have really wicked and harsh inner critic parts, you might say, well, then I can't make a list because I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm smart. I don't think I'm beautiful. I don't appreciate anything about myself. I would say, bullocks, there are things that you appreciate about yourself. You just need to really look, right? So for example, you might find you really do think you're doing a good job with your mom who's really hard to get along with, but you're very patient with her or you really do think that you do a good job at work and that you're more detail-oriented than other people in your company who do the same job, or you really have an eye for color and design and you know how to arrange a room or an outfit. Um, I could go on, but, but I guarantee that if you look, you will find things that you genuinely, truly believe that you're good at, that you do well. You'll find things about your body that you like and appreciate, whether it's your hair or your fingernails um, or the shape of your, of your cheekbones or 
um, your eyes, your irises, right? There will be things that you like about yourself for sure if you look closely. So that's the first thing is these need to be genuine appreciations. These need to be things that you truly affirm about yourself. And then the second thing is that um, Kennedy shared with me that she strives to make them really specific. So instead of saying, um, I have a beautiful face, she'll say, I have striking eyes, or uh, I love my angular jaw, or things like that, right? Um, she's, she's very specific. She strives to use descriptive adjectives. Um, and not only does that um, heighten her attentiveness onto these things, um, but it, it starts to ring more true, right? They start, it starts to get outside of the realm of platitudes and into the realm of the, of the genuinely meaningful, right? So what are some of the, the results of this, the benefits of this? Well, I already shared one of them, right? Kennedy's friend found that uh, she was less reliant on her partner's verbal affirmations and, and felt Ah, more grounded and peaceful within her own self. She didn't feel needy uh, as much. Uh, in other words, she found that she was giving herself the love and appreciation that she needed. Um, I want to say that as Kennedy's friend, I notice that she's really good at naming what she's noticing that I'm doing well. And it really lands, like her compliments are so nourishing and validating because as she hones the skill of noticing what she's doing well, because she's writing a list about it every day, which of course heightens her awareness to notice what she's doing well during the day, she's also noticing what I'm doing well during the day. These are just during casual phone calls. She'll, she'll say, hey, I noticed that you, and she'll say something that I did well or that I tend to do well, that I tend to be good at. And, and she uses specific descriptive language that really makes me feel seen and noticed. And so um, the reality is that all of us are walking around starved for appreciation, right? And when you become a ninja noticer, appreciator, complimenter, oh my gosh, what a gift to bring to this world. And what a way to build that skill working on yourself, right? Now, I just want to bring to the forefront that I'm imagining, I have a story in my head that you might find this thought really uncomfortable. The thought of putting pen to paper to write out what you love and appreciate and validate about yourself might be really cringy. <laughs> um, and that's, I think, because here in the West, and yes, I'm making an assumption that you live in the West, you might not, um, but here in the West, we have, we tend to have really strong inner critic parts and a cultural ethos that might go back to Puritan roots, I'm not sure, um, against ego and against self-aggrandizement, and this starts to smack of that, right? It's kind of interesting um, when people from what I think of as the East, so uh, it could be India or it could be China, when people from a Buddhist background, from people, when people from other backgrounds teach Westerners to meditate a loving kindness meditation, right? May you be well, may you be healthy, may you be happy, may you be at peace. They say 
start with yourself because you're easiest, right? May I be well, may I be happy, may I live uh, in peace. And Westerners cringe and say, oh no, I'm not the easiest. Like the people I love the most, my children or whatever, they're the easiest to wish them well. It's not easiest to wish myself well. And then the people from the East say, what do you mean you're not the easiest? Like, if you can't love yourself, like, what do you mean? That, you know, to, to their mind, the, the person it's easiest to love is yourself. And here in the West, we're like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> Not so much, not so much, right? Um, so what I want to point out is that that is um, what uh, some people think of as reverse pride or um, it's really actually another form of ego to think too little of yourself, to think less of yourself than you are. And I think here in the West, we have a long way to go to name and claim our strengths. I think in our society, we go way overboard naming and claiming our shortcomings and where we fall flat, right? Um, and that seems to be really obvious to us and really easy to do. And so to get truly humble, we need to get better at right-sizing, which actually means getting clearer about what we're good at. Not being able to see ourselves truly and accurately is lack of humility, right? Lack of humility is being right-sized, not too big, not too small. Not thinking less of yourself, just thinking of yourself less. And interestingly, a focus on the things that you do well and right is a precursor to really being able to notice what other people are doing right. So I just wanna say that if it feels cringy, give it a try. And it might be that there's some right-sizing or rectifying that's needed in terms of your self-concept and a little self-appreciation might go a long way uh, for that. So I just wanted to suggest that as a potential practice. Now, you could do it uh, in a couple of ways. You could just do it once, just write out everything you love and appreciate about yourself once. Or if you have a gratitude writing practice, you could add this to it for a while, like Kennedy has done. You could add a self-affirmation practice and see what comes out of it. So that's the weekly vlog. Welcome to 2023. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brightline Living. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. Interested in learning more about Brightline Eating? Visit ble.life slash podcast to find out more. ble.life slash podcast. Have a bright day.